Welcome to The Skin Diaries, the beauty podcast that's a safe space for your face, hosted by journalist and beauty obsessive Lauren Clark. For the third episode of the podcast, I speak to Francesca Spector, who I've known as Ches since we first met at the interview for our journalism masters a depressingly long time ago. She's now the hugely talented deputy editor of Yahoo Style and also blogs eloquently about self-love. Having suffered from cystic adult acne herself, she has really helped me with advice on my own skin regime over the years. We chat here about how battling her skin issues impacted on her mental health, how she got rid of her acne once and for all, and her love for beauty pie. Enjoy! Welcome, Chess. Hi. Thank you so much for talking to me today. Um, so, I wanted to start off by asking you how you feel about your skin today. Okay, um... Today it's doing a lot of interesting things. It's um, reacting quite oddly to the onset of winter. It's kind of my lips are drying out a bit. My, um, yeah, parts are oily. It's a classic combination. However, um, feeling quite good, in a good regime. Um, I know what to kind of slather on when things are getting bad and um, a couple of blemishes. But, you know, again, kind of, I feel like I've got my, like, hero toolkit. So, feeling... A little bit phased by the change of seasons, but otherwise optimistic about where I can go with there. And do you do you notice that your skin changes with temperatures? So, like, you know, as it gets into winter or as it gets into summer, like, do you notice a massive change? Completely. I feel like it completely. Like summer, you don't really have to think about moisturising. It just kind of does its own thing, and you know, you slap on some SPF, and it's okay. Whereas winter, I feel like everything just dries out and then it's that constant battle. Whereas you want to really moisturise and hydrate, but you don't want to put anything on that's too kind of poor blocking or too heavy. So it's really just every year remembering, you know, this is my winter skin, this is my summer skin, this is what it does, this is the process. I feel like you're quite organised probably in like changing the routines to, and you know, the makeup to fit. Like, are you quite, like, you know how some people, like, I've never done this, but they'll like, move their winter clothes in storage over summer and they'll put their summer clothes in storage do you do this yeah um oh my god i fantasize so much about doing this i fantasize about the vacuum packing i even buy the vacuum packs but no um (laughs) not so much with clothes um with winter i think it's more again it's just rediscovering those needs so it's you know you kind of you you're, you're speaking one day and your lips start cracking and you're like okay right this is this is what i need to get out so you rediscover those products they're probably shoved at the back of your cupboard somewhere or you, you know, you rebuy old favourites, or it's really, yeah, I feel like the need definitely dictates it before uh, before my organisation skills would. <laughs> no, it's like, I just don't know how anyone has has time to, yeah, to like forward plan, it's, yeah. As They're superheroes, like, <laughs> I aspire to them, anyone out there? <laughs> I noticed the other day, and it must have been a winter thing, it was like when it got very cold off to me, that my, I'd had like spots on my chin and they were healing, but I got into the lift at work and a girl was like, Lauren, are you okay? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, you're like, you have like blood dripping down the side oh my of your gosh. chin. But like, gush, like it looked like I had like eaten, like I was a vampire. Oh my God. And I was like, this is so mortifying. And she was like, I was like trying to like get rid of it quickly. But because people have been staring at me on the tube the entire time. Oh my way. God. And I was like, this is actually What's so happened? Oh, it just, I just like opened my mouth and it was like cracked. It was like that Oh sensitive. my God, I've been there, yeah. Um, oh, that's awful. Yeah, the worst thing is when you have a scab because you can't like do anything about it. I've so been there. Because um, you can't moisturise it to like make it heal quick enough. You can't cover it up with foundation. You like, can't. I often think, you know, if there was a celebrity in this situation, what would they do? Because, you know, it, it, there is literally no cure. You can't kind of 
accelerate your skin healing process? No, is it just like, fuck. Oh, <laughs> bless. So what did um, you do? I just basically kind of did this all day. <laughs> okay, yeah, the, the classic I'm kind just of covering my the face, face trick. my chin, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was absolutely awful. And I just, I was just like, oh, for God's sake, like, it's so annoying. Because I'd like put loads of sheet masks on and hyaluronic acid as well. Yeah. Anyways, so I was like, oh, did everything <laughs> I can, but yeah. It's like you so, built such good skin karma and then that happens. I know, skin karma, I like it. <laughs> um, and have you always would you say being as in tune with your skin as you are now like do you have you always kind of paid attention to it like growing up not at all I probably when I was maybe 12 13 I did get probably the first spot in my class I remember actually people pointing and laughing and saying oh you have a spot and you know it's something that would so not happen past that age but um then it was mortifying um but then you know the, the good side of that was that from the ages of, God, I'd say literally 13 to 23, I worried very little about my skin. I never really, maybe had the odd spot, but, you know, otherwise it was fine. Um, compared to everyone else, it was like... Compared to everyone else, yeah. It was almost like, you know, okay, I had the had the first spot, or the first few spots, but but from then on, I was quite, apart from a little bit of, you know, blushing and redness and things, I was, I was okay on the acne front. And then um, hit 23, and then that, you know, that all hell broke loose. Classic adult acne symptoms. It's so cruel, isn't it, where it, like, happens at the point at which you're like, oh, my God, I've got past the teenage... Yeah. ...you know, situation. Or, and, and did it happen just randomly? Like, can you... Do, do you kind of know why it might have happened? I think... Um, I mean, I think it's difficult for all of us to say, like, oh, I was particularly stressed, because then you think you're trying to sort of, like, equate... You know, say that your stress is harder than someone else's. But I think... I was stressed for me at that point. I just started um, a kind of six-month internship at quite a high-profile brand. I think it was I was doing kind of uh, my MA alongside that, and maybe it was more stress than I'd really been used to experiencing. So I think that was difficult. Um, I think also I'd come off the pill maybe six months before that, and maybe my hormones were sort of kind of adjusting and. Yeah, it's it kind of been lying maybe there um, a bit and then kind of decided to to come out once I'd come off the pill. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It was a it was a, it was a chorus of things. Um, but yeah, it just it just manifested itself at the age of twenty three, which was very odd. Yeah, it's just at the point at which you're like, no, it should all be sorted, mm. and then yeah. You think, yeah, okay, I'll you know I, I'll get my braces and my acne and everything else, and you know the 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 the, the teenage hormones out all at once and then it's over but no no <laughs> no and and, to ha- and how did it feel at that age to be having what felt like a kind of very teenage issue like what did how did it affect you it was really odd um because you know for instance I um a at work it was very odd because you don't you know it feels quite infantilizing almost not infantilizing but you definitely feel like a, a spotty teenager when you're walking into your first major workplace and you're, you're there with your spots and all of this stuff and you know you do um it's quite hard to look as put together as you'd like to in your first workplace and also I think in relationships it was quite odd I say, I say relationships I was I was dating again after having been in a relationship for a little while then and I think the confidence of you know if I've been seeing someone for a while, they can't you know the idea of waking up next to someone and feeling ugly and embarrassed was very 
well, you know, it was very new because there was such a dichotomy between what I looked like with makeup and without makeup, and that was quite new to me. Before that, I'd always been quite quite natural, quite not really having to worry about, you know, makeup was an option rather than a necessity. So it was quite, it was a weird thing to go through. Yeah, because I always felt like, and I, I feel like, like similarly to like now, you're, you're, you know, you have such great skin that you wouldn't know. I sometimes will, won't even realise that you're wearing makeup and you're not wearing makeup because it's so, you know, natural or, and you have such good skin. Thank you. But, I mean... And all the way through since I've, like, you know, like, met you, I've always thought that. So That's really sweet. And, yeah, I went through six months of what was, you know, diagnosed as kind of moderate cystic acne and people didn't really... Maybe people were being kind, but, you know, it's... Yeah. But until we spoke about it afterwards. But I, yeah, but I think very much because I was so much less sociable, I hid myself away a bit more. And without even realising it as much, I just didn't say yes to things. I would always say yes to things now. I'd say yes to anything, but... Well, <laughs> within reason, within legality. But, um, yeah, it was very odd that actually that was a time when I became reclusive without really knowing that was what was happening. It's just you say, you say no to one thing one time because your skin's bad and then it becomes a dangerous pattern. So you, so you would, like, feel that, oh, I'm having a bad skin day, I'm So I'm not going and... out. Gosh. Completely, yeah. And it was kind of subconscious at first, and then... Yeah, it kind of escalates, because once you start saying no to things, once you get into the uh, mantra of, you know, my skin's bad today, I'm not going out, this is a good enough reason not to go out, then it snowballs a bit. Yeah. And was it time that helped to heal, or was, did you kind of think, no, I don't want it to affect my my life what I'm doing no I so I went to um I went to a dermatologist a few months in um I can't quite remember the time scale exactly because it's um it's difficult when you when you're actually in it um I think it probably lasted for about a year in total so maybe about six months in I went to see someone that this isn't just a phase this is an issue and what was quite helpful actually is because I was working at kind of quite a big fashion brand then is the dermatologist I went to said to me, oh yeah, we've had people from this same brand coming um, to me. And it was quite interesting to know that, okay, I'm not the only person in this whole company suffering from acne. Quite a self-centered thing to think, but that's how that's it felt. So interesting. Yeah, so I kind of felt, okay, so this is a problem, this is okay. Um, uh, so that was good. And then, so I think from then on, I um, it was trifold. So I took antibiotics for about... It was definitely about eight or nine months until um, until my I had all sorts of like um, digestive issues. I think after taking them for too long, so that had to stop. But I was taking them as much as I could. I went back on the contraceptive pill just to regulate my hormones. Um, and else? I think just a skincare regime. Although I think it was more the medication at that point. I really started using those so that was what I relied on and then my skin did sort of clear up it did took a long time again I was on the antibiotics eight months and I never felt it was quite good enough um so yeah quite a few things like, it's really difficult to tell because you know, what it, thing it was what thing it was because they say to you oh be methodical do this for three months do this for three months and it's like this is three months of my 20s this is prime real estate life-wise I'm not going to spend three months which <laughs> that may or may not work I'm going to do everything yeah at once and then yeah and it's it's clearly something in that re- yeah yeah regime is working so it's just like yeah no yeah exactly so something worked ish eventually <laughs> yeah and did you and did you notice that as it was clearing up you felt better yeah I did feel a lot better like there was still scarring and not scarring but like marks and things which I would then cover up but then it, you know that's the difference between using a bit of concealer 
to cover up marks versus like an actual huge cystic issue which yeah you're constantly trying to firefight so that was quite nice wearing less and less makeup um so yeah that was good um and how did you cover up if you did wake up and you had a like you know huge spot or whatever yeah. or you know it would it burst and it was healing how would you cover that up or was it kind of like dif- would you leave it there I heal? remember going to a makeup counter and this wonderful makeup artist coming up and it was Bobby Brown and they just matched me with the perfect shades and he just you know he just said you know you only need to use a tiny bit there was a kind of I think this really wonderful uh, the Bobby Brown cover stick, which they've now discontinued. No. Very sadly, yes, in warm sand. They, they've now discontinued, which is very sad. But you know, we move on. Um, <laughs> that was that was amazing, and him just taking the time to say, "Look, I've got spot. You know, I've had spots." And looking at him, his skin was flawless. But it's just someone else saying, "This is a problem. Don't worry. But you're not. It's not only you. This is how you cover it." He just. I think he showed me that kind of like less is more approach. Yeah. So just kind of you know be don't just kind of lather layers and layers on because that almost looks worse. So that was helpful. And then I think I used to use um, maybe the Touche Eclat uh, foundation. So I'd, always, I'd, use, I'd kind of use everything. I'd, I was very much... Now I'm more into skincare. Back then I was more into makeup. I kind of learned how to cover things up. I think also I definitely wore like very bright lipsticks at that time, like very big eyes. Like I look at pictures of myself back then and you probably can't see the spots and photos, but my God, was I making up for it. That's <laughs> so sort of distraction tactics. Yeah, that's such, yeah, it's so true for saying it kind of draws attention. Away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. So my photos probably look quite good from them, but it's quite <laughs> up close, less so. Oh. And it's, it's funny what you said about, um, you know, just having someone to go through it with you who's an expert in, like, makeup or, or can kind of just relate or, like, because I, I guess, uh, because I've, you know, suffered from similar problems yeah. where, you know, and you just feel like you're, you're a bit alone sometimes, like, unless yeah. you see somebody who has had a similar issue or, you know, I mean, I know, like, they're freshly trained, but, like, makeup counter um, people are just, yeah. like, you know, you just want someone to, like understand what the problem is and to know that it's not because you're not like washing your face enough or oh my gosh. eating bad food or like you know all the myths that are so surrounding acne it's the worst isn't it because i think um you know adult acne statistically is something that's so much more prevalent now and yet you'll speak to you know your mum or your grandparents and they'll say like oh you know we never used to get spots what you need to do is you need to use soap and water and a flannel you say, thanks, Grandma. Thanks. <laughs> I've already tried that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, and I, my mum will always be like, oh, you should stop picking at your chin. or pick, And I, I'm like, no, it just happens of its own accord. I'm yeah. Like, I'm really conscious of not touching my chin too much. Yeah. But yeah, so it's just, it is those kind of mis, misconceptions, preconceptions. Yeah. Of, what causes acne sure and, you know and if you've never had it you just kind of think oh you know like i do this and my skin's fine so their skin should be fine yeah they apply the same sort of very basic yeah. principles but exactly it's so much more than that and it's like that talk we went to by the rooted project yeah dr angeli mato yeah who's amazing who was basically like it's not to do with diet no. at all which i think is really interesting because so many people are like oh i stopped eating you know having dairy or sort of having sugar or whatever and help my skin and it's 
you know, it's interesting that it's probably not that. It's probably, you know, you're probably going on a bit of a health kick anyway. Yeah. You're probably getting more sleep. You're probably, you know, doing more exercise. I don't know. It's just interesting that it's probably not as much diet as other things. Yeah, again, and it's so easy to make assumptions of other people to make assumptions. And they, they you know, people do want to help. Um, but it's just when you've become sort of a mini expert in something, it's quite difficult to hear that kind of quite basic outlook when someone really hasn't invested as much. They're just basically applying what they, what they think or what they've, you know, what they've heard, what's always worked for them, um, to your situation. Yeah, exactly. And I know that when, um, I was starting to go through my really bad, well, I still have quite bad, bad chin acne, but I did, I did, you're being nice. Um, you gave me some great advice, um, which I think you'd done some research into various things that could mm. help, and I didn't know if you could like share a few of the things that you shared with me. Yeah, so it was really weird. Maybe about two years ago now, um, I, was, so I wasn't getting the big cystic ones, um, which was nice because you know that wasn't fun. So um, like, was that were they hurting like that kind of? So I wasn't. So the big, the bigger cystic ones, the kind of the ones that feel kind of almost like hot under your skin and sore. I wasn't getting those. They they weren't happening as much. But what I was getting, kind of closer to my mouth, were the kind of small, kind of hard, uh, like white heads or something, which felt yeah, felt, they felt really sore, but like in a different way, not in a sort of like volcanic way is the only way to describe it just like a little bit sore and hard and stubborn and I didn't really know how to deal with these because I thought okay these are these are different these are this is a whole new category of spots um so I read just you know you try and avoid that kind of viral stuff on the internet but I, I, I clicked on something where someone had said you know this is the one thing that's that's cured my spots and you kind of think okay well <laughs> and um and it was it was it was not using fluoride toothpaste which was bonkers and you know i obviously you know i researched into this fluoride in itself is a big debate within the dental industry some people say you need it some people say you don't um the people that say you don't basically just say that you know as long as you brush properly then that's you know that's 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 most of the issue so I, you know, experimented with using non-fluoride toothpaste, um, which is what the article had recommended because they'd said fluoride creates a sort of, I think the term is perioral dermatitis um, around your mouth, which it, it's an irritant. Um, so I experimented with not using fluoride and my teeth are, you know, a year and a half, they still remain very much intact. I, I have no, <laughs> no issues there if anything, they're better. Um, yeah, disclaimer, disclaimer, I haven't consulted my dentist on this one, but, um, and my skin's so much better, I wasn't getting those kind of, like, hard, sore spots around my mouth anymore, which was really nice, um, so to get rid of those. Totally, yeah. Oh, it's such a, like, small tweak. Yeah. With, but, and, you know, people don't realise that that's, you know, it's something that isn't skincare related, or makeup related, that could Yeah, be. you don't, and I remember, this is so ridiculous, I'd read something where, um, a Victoria's Secret model had said like oh my favourite thing to do is brush your teeth in the shower and I kind of thought I want to be like a Victoria's Secret model I'm going to start brushing my teeth in the shower and what I was doing was brushing my teeth getting toothpaste everywhere all over my chin and just not really occurring to me that this was what was causing oh this. and then it, it like sitting there yeah it was getting bit. worse because it was so oh. in its, you know I guess most people wouldn't be as exposed to um toothpaste on their chin as me doing that ridiculous thing in the shower but you know it, it does you do come into contact with it 
So, is it like fluoride with toothpaste aside? Yeah. Is it strange to brush your teeth in the shower? Because I do it all the time. It's not. Um, like if I do it while I put my conditioner in my hair. Yeah. I don't know. Some people are like, oh, that's so gross. I'm like, is it? <laughs> I mean, I don't know why it's gross. Like, it's totally... It's like, like hygiene. Fine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's only you just like, you know, slather on whatever in the shower, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my God, how? And yeah, I got really... Because I was like, oh my God, I do that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> although, although caveat, I was reading that you should never... You should never wash out your mouth with the water in the shower. You should always... Just spit the toothpaste straight out and shouldn't rinse. Oh, interesting. Yeah, interesting. Anyway, oral hygiene. Oh. <laughs> Caveat there, yeah. yeah. I love it. And, and then was there anything else you came across in your research? Like, um, so I, I, am, um, I am lactose intolerant. And this has been proved. I'm not just a diva. And um, so I've tended to avoid dairy. Um, I do find if I have a lot of kind of I have a lot of yogurts, or you know, I go on a big dairy splurge, which again, I shouldn't. I'm intolerant, but if I if that if if the mood takes me, um, I do end up then getting you know maybe more inflammation because it is it, it is inflammatory. So around my chin or something, and I have to. Um, as you have found a definite, dietary there is definitely link. A, a dairy link, yeah. Because as I say, I'm intolerant. I'm not allergic. It wouldn't yeah. kill me. It would just it it would just have unpleasant side effects. So that's so avoiding dairy has been good, and you know my few forays into da- into eating more dairy have shown me that it's it's a good thing to sustain. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Um, the other thing people don't really think about um, when you have a spot, especially like a cystic kind of spot, um, which again feels quite hot under your skin, you can kind of feel it coming up. People don't think um, to take paracetamol. But it's oh. really useful because it, it is just inflammation. And if you take paracetamol, which is anti-inflammatory and a painkiller, it, it will reduce that. It, you know, it, it gets into your bloodstream and it, and it will reduce that. So, yeah, that's, that's also another one I quite like to do if I'm getting, again, one of those big hot spots. Yeah, that's really good to know. Yeah, because there's nothing worse than... I was reading the other day about a girl who had such bad acne. She, it would hurt to like, eat and talk. God. And it, so I suppose it's like that kind of... Yeah, where it's actually like impacting around here. Yeah, really. Yeah, that would have been quite useful, I guess. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I didn't really like think about that at all. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? It's almost like you feel like like period pain. Oh, you should suffer in silence for that. (laughs) Yeah, you can probably do a lot to like help yourself. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. And so, getting on to like the skincare routine you have now, um, what's your kind of like AM to PM type? routine okay so i'm obsessed with uh beauty pie which is a subscription service where the concept is effectively that different skincare and beauty manufacturers tend to produce things in the same factory so they produce their products in the same factory as these kind of high-end ysl or lancome or whatever and but they don't attach the same branding to it so you might be using the same formulation, but it just doesn't come in a shiny gold bottle or have anyone famous's name on it. Um, so mm-hmm. I've, I've been using that. So through that, I've been discovering different skincare ranges. So 
for instance, within Beauty Pie, which is a £10 a month subscription service, which so I... So do you know what you're getting? You don't. You can have a theory about it. So, okay. for instance, they do makeup as well. So, for instance, there are these um, kind of chubby eyeshadow sticks, which people say are exactly like the Bobbi Brown ones, but who knows? But they, so they, it just says chubby eyebrow stick. It just... Like. It will say Beauty Pie on it. And the Beauty Pie stuff comes generally in like, like a black, quite chic, um, quite quite Bobbi Brown-esque uh-huh. <laughs> packaging. Um <laughs> But you know you won't. It won't have that kind of high end status. But it it looks quite good, um, and yeah, you can have a theory. So it looks like different formulations. You can have a theory, and for instance, this um, I use the uh, Japan Fusion range, which people say is quite like. Um, that's when people say it's quite like the Shiseido Japanese range. Oh, so it will um, say like cleanser and like the it will say yeah, there. but it just won't like Beauty Pie isn't a name in itself, and they haven't got any marketing. No one, you know, no oh, no so supermodel would ever be a face of it. Some like forty pound tens in of theory, and on the on the oh. site they'll say like this is worth say thirty five pounds, but we'll sell it to you for seven. And obviously you've got to factor in that's your ten pound subscription to start with. So it's ten pound a month. Yeah, and um, then you add, and then you buy that for seven. Yeah. So I'll spend maybe £20 a month on the products from there. Or you can let it accumulate and then buy Christmas presents or whatever uh, for people. But um, yeah, that's that's how you do it. And then you... Um, so anyway, yeah, so then you buy the product. So I've been getting the Japan Fusion range, which is kind of inspired by Japanese skincare, which is very gentle, lots of layers. Um, so things like, your, you know, like a very gentle, like, dissolving cleansing balm, which I use... And like an essence, which is kind of like a very gentle toner and like moisturizers, like lots of anti-pollution ingredients. So that's, I'm quite into that. That's um, become a big part of my beauty regime now. Because uh, I quite like the avoid the branding of it. It's just more about what works yeah. with your skin. It's, yeah, it's, it's like the active ingredients that you're thinking about. Although, yeah. yeah, rather than buying into like a dream that some campaign has sold necessarily. Yeah. Completely, yeah. It's about, I guess it's about not being patronized by your skincare brands. Um, so you know, it's it's when you, you, know, you watch the Garnier adverts and they tell you this about the super molecule and all these like pseudo scientific terms. I feel like I mean, skincare is going towards that. Things like the ordinary as well, um, like Drunk Elephant and things. All these um, different brands are really about kind of active ingredients led products. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so uh, Beauty Pie is really good for that because they'll tell you what the what the actual ingredients are, and obviously you're going to pay more attention to that because there's not a big high end name to distract you. Um, so yeah, the Japan Fusion range from them is amazing. Um, they also their concealers, so just the, the basic Beauty Pie concealer, um, all of that stuff is all kind of quite good, and it's non comedogenic, so it won't block your pores and things. You can use it with good skincare and not worry um what else um yeah i try and i'm trying to use a lot more masks at the moment so kind of like sheet masks doesn't really matter what oh yeah i was gonna say which ones well i mean there's a good uh, i think it's a neutrogena range they do like a good hyaluronic acid yes i love this range oh my gosh oh my god i've been like i was doing um well i didn't actually do it properly but i was gonna do one every night for a week and see what happened oh that's interesting apparently in like like, do, have you seen Crazy Rich Asians? Yes. Yes, you I have. Mich- <laughs> Michelle Yeo. Okay. You? You know, like, really... She's the mother. Oh. Who's yes, her. her but, oh, no. Yeah, it is her. Sorry. Okay. But also, I think the... Mich- Michelle Chan? 
No. Oh, Gemma Chan. Gemma Chan. Oh my gosh. I think Love she her. does as well. And does they she? Wear, yeah, they, they had put a sheet mask on every day. Yeah, my gosh. I mean, Asia is so far ahead when it comes to skincare. Yeah, and I'm like, mm, maybe there's something in this. Sorry, yeah, but the Neutrogena range Neutrogena is, is so good, yeah. Um, no, that's amazing. I don't think, it, again, I don't think it really matters that much in terms of sheet masks because they're all, you know, infused with, you know, the hyaluronic acid is good. Um, I, I don't know. I You know, I've never used, for instance, Creme de la Mer or any of the really high-end ones, but I think at our... You know, at our age group unless you're looking for sort of like really anti-aging products um i don't i wouldn't spend more i'd just almost invest in kind of a, you know a nice mid-range to uh, sheet masks just to get that moisture in your skin yeah exactly. um, kind of more is more is more almost yeah and anything's better than that awful i don't know what um how about you but like you know the clay that we put mm. on our face when we were like 13 yeah with the cucumber, but um, yeah, the cucumber. But where you'd like then have Rip to like score, you know, like scrub it off, and it'd like leave your skin like so irritated. Oh, so back your pores. Yeah, and it's like why? But whereas the sheet mask is so like gentle and like yeah, off the end. <laughs> so nice. It's like it's so it's so Japanese skincare as well because I feel like it's so. Uh, I feel like the Japanese skincare industry is so based around being like really gentle and quite safe. They'd rather kind of stick to the same ingredients rather than I think South Korean is very much like they'll go out on a limb and try all these crazy things oh, really? just for the novelty of it yeah mm. um, that's so interesting oh. so yeah so yeah I've been really so using this so I use like a clean, like a kind of a the Japan Fusion or the um, oh my gosh what's it called the really iconic hot cloth Cleanser. Oh, the Lizelle. Lizelle. So yeah, I use that and it's really gentle and really nice. Is this in the morning or the evening? This is in both? the... Kind of both. I really shouldn't use the same in the morning and the evening. No. But I do. Because it's just quite... It dissolves quite well. Um, and then like... I'll use the Japan Fusion uh, Essence kind of toner. Which is really light. And then I'll go with um, like an SPF. I'm really, I'm really trying to use SPF every day because, yeah, I think it's every every beauty editor I've ever met always tells me it's the only thing you need to be worrying about. Yes, really. exactly. Um, Which one do you use? The Beautify ones. Beautify's got a really good one. Oh. It's the, 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 they've only got one. There's a, it's a kind of SPF 25. 25, yeah. Um, so that's quite good. Um, in the evening, I'll tend to use more of a heavy cream, so I'll use maybe the... There's a, it's so unsexy, but I'll use so the Japan Fusion Beauty Pie uh, cleanser, and then I'll use the Eucerin. Um, so it's like a almost like eczema or dermatitis cream, but it's got um, urea in it, which is a component in urine, um, which is sexy. I, I'm, <laughs> I, I think that it's lab produced and not actually from human urine. Um, I love the fact that it's like ambiguous about whether it is. Yeah, I mean, I don't care. It's that good, um, but it's like it's it's quite greasy when it goes on your skin. I'm not gonna lie, but you're going to bed. It's okay. It's a night cream, and it's quite non-comedogenic again. So I've never, you know, I've never got spots from it, um, and it just keeps the moisture in. So yeah, it's got uh, urea and uh, lactate, which I imagine is a bit like lactic acid. So like a kind of a oh, yes. yeah like, like a mild so mild nice. exfoliant right yeah. yeah nice yeah. and where do you get the eucerin from um generally like any i think you probably get it from boots but like maybe a sort of one of the boots with a lot of 
extra yeah, one of the like super boots, one of yeah, the kick-ass boots. Super boots yeah. um, and then I'll always put on lip balm before I go to bed because I don't know about you, but my lips are like super dry in the winter. Oh my god, yeah, horrendous. Yeah, especially when I have a cold, I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> <the> worst. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. And so, will you? And you'll never go to bed with makeup on. Uh, no, I used to, but I think like back in the day, in that that like nice ten year grace period. But now I just. I think however stupid my drunken self is, like, I think it will know that my skin is so much more important than, yeah, so much more important than, you know, it used to be. It, it's so, and it will respond so much worse if I fall asleep in makeup. Yeah. Yeah. No, as it's like your conscious self just like, no, gonna yeah. cleanse and everything. <laughs> my drunk maniac self in a bottle of wine down and yeah, I'll be cleansing and turning. Yeah. No, and oh, there's nothing worse than like, yeah, waking up in the morning and pillows just like. Oh my gosh, yeah. 20 minutes to spare to get ready or anything. What, what's your kind of makeup that you'll kind of go to? Um, or will you not wear makeup for no, that? I like, to, I like to wear a bit. Um, I think it's one of those things like a tiny bit makes such a difference. Um, you especially notice it if you've been on a holiday or something and not really been wearing makeup and then you put mascara on and you're like, <laughs> I am sexy as fuck. <laughs> but, um, uh, but yeah, so I'll put on mascara. Mascara is very important. It does, it wakes anyone up, uh, no matter what your lashes are like. It's just, it's just so important. Um, and would you wear, um, like when, cause if you had eyelash extensions in the past. I had LVL, which was like a permanent tint, which was good. Oh. I think on me it was a bit odd cause I, my eyes were a bit round, so I looked a bit like a China doll, and not in a good way, in a creepy <laughs> horror movie way, but... No, I'm sure you did it. Was creepy. It was very... My mum said it was creepy. Um, maybe six months ago, for like a little... Your mum said it was creepy? My mum said it was creepy, yeah. <laughs> I asked her the other day if I should get it again, and she said, no, don't do that. Um, so, yeah. Um, I used to have that, and that was really nice, because it's so low maintenance, right? You wake up, and you've got these amazing kind of oscars ceremony worthy like lashes yeah um which is quite nice and i've i either put eyebrow product on or i've started um this is really nice actually like at home tinting um so you can buy the i think it's isla you can buy the the at home tints for like a seven quid or something and then you can I, i've started tinting them myself so that Amazing. again so yeah it's just kind of like almost permanently there like completely yeah i'm all for the sort of um, I, I don't know if it's called semi-permanent makeup but the things that make your mornings quicker yeah so things like I think eyelash extensions if they work for you they're really good you know the, the microblading or the in my case just dyeing my own eyebrows um, so yeah concealer I use pretty much every day like even if it's a tiny bit it just gives me so much more confidence just to cover up any marks or I've had spots or any actual spots or whatever and which which one is um, the beauty pie one again? It's it's oh. kind of like the Bobby Brown one, which the now now discontinued. Um, oh, so it could be nice. the discontinued. It could Bobby be. Thing. I'm speculating. It could be the discontinued in another, Bobby in a kind of like back from the dead guy. Yeah, another formula. Incidentally, the Bobby Brown one is still available in a foundation stick, which I think is quite cool. I quite like the idea of sticks because it means less contact with. Your fingers, like you know, it's 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 like more oh, seems more hygienic you, than the pot. So you will, so you'll apply it straight to your skin. Yeah, and then I'll use maybe my little finger or my 
one ring finger ring finger i don't wear a ring yeah so so i use that to kind of dab it on um so apparently that's more uh, because they're less used fingers i somehow feel more hygienic yeah um this is what i tell myself or even the even the back of my hand sometimes if i think that's gonna (laughs) gonna make a difference and um yeah so i just put a tiny bit on just to again cover up any marks whatever and if I'm feeling really classy, maybe some bronzer to um, look a bit more awake, especially when everyone's deathly pale at this time of year. Um, oh my god, what is the? I always ask you this. The um, drops. oh my god, that's the best. Um, tan Lux drops. Tan Lux. Yes. Drops. And you'll you'll add it to your moisturizer. I completely forget. I use this. Yeah. Again. So like semi permanent makeup kind of thing. <laughs> um, so it's yeah. So the Tan Lux drops. Um, you can get te- like a not a tester but like a, a mini size one for not very much maybe 15 20 pounds or something and oh, wow. it's lasted me honestly ages like months um and so you just add a couple of drops and then you look like you've been on a weekend break um the next day if you just add extra moisturizer mix it in and then obviously that's nice because it means you don't have to substitute your usual moisturizer for you know a fake tan moisturizer yeah. kind of thing um, and those are really good. And they, I just look so much healthier. Not necessarily more tan, just healthier. Yeah. Yeah, it's just that kind of like natural glow. glow. Yeah. yeah. So those are amazing. Um, so yeah, again, sometimes I'll cheat with them and not have to use bronzer in the morning. Yes. Um, I, need, I need to get this. They're really good, honestly. Yeah. Because it, and also it's that nice, um, it's a very realistic like glow as well. It's not that kind of like orangey. Yeah. Completely, yeah, it, it is, it's really nice, yeah, it's a really nice glow, as you say, it's more of a glow than a than a tan, really, and I think it's quite good, because both of us are quite, um, quite fair, so I think yeah. it's quite, like, again, it's just without being too obvious, and you can tailor it, so you can put one drop in if you're feeling, you know, tentative, um, four drops in if you, you're feeling like you want to, I don't know, look like you're from Towie <laughs> the next day, or anything in between, um, exactly. which is nice. Especially when there's not going to be any sun for any time soon. No, especially at this time of year, yeah, where we're kind of anticipating a good few months. (laughs) We're Googling where's 30 degrees. Yes, (laughs) Googling anywhere, (laughs) any source of heat. And just to finish off, um, could you tell me your three hero products that you can't live without? Okay, so I've got them here for convenience. For skincare, not, I mean, you might have other hero products for general life all the products <laughs> all the products um so um okay so the only lip balm that will work for me and i have the driest lips in the world um i swear by palmer's cocoa buster formula with vitamin e Ooh. which is um it's not very sexy it, it comes in like a kind of oval shaped tube it's um, a really unusual shaped lip balm it is isn't it it feels quite good and yeah you know the ergonomics of things are quite nice you know when you're yeah it's nice that it's, it's not round so i say i can reach for it in my pocket and know it's not to be confused with my concealer or my yeah. whatever my mascara um it's i don't know why i think it's i think it's because something like vaseline will like it will form a layer like on top of your lips whereas cocoa butter is kind of nourishing in itself like it doesn't feel like it's super moisturizing but actually it makes the big difference yeah and it's spf 15 i'm not sure if my lips get burnt but maybe they do maybe that's what contributes SPF to the dryness 50. so I love yeah. London. <laughs> just in case <laughs> never be <laughs> don't be too sure yeah the sun comes out for you know 45 minutes every day when you'll be in the office um, so that's amazing. Uh, the Japan, Japan Fusion um, 
cleanser by beauty pie which i've mentioned about 20 times already <laughs> <just> um, fun. <laughs> it's amazing it's um it's incredible because a it's this sort of balm bit in a tube that you put on your face and you put it on when it's dry and then you rub it over and then you and that sort of cleanses everything and then you splash water on it it's like it starts to foam so it feels like a double cleanse in a single cleanse if that makes sense which is nice when you're feeling lazy and um and then you and then you kind of wash it all off but the other amazing thing is it feels really gentle and it is really gentle um but dissolves any sort of mascara even if you're wearing some sort of waterproof non-budge formula it's it just it just gets rid of it which is pretty impressive without without irritating your eyes or without any of that um so yeah it's a it's a it's a quiet superhero which i quite like yeah um and then the the really the other very unsexy product is my uh urea urine with yeah the jury's out <laughs> on that one but it, it may contain may contain actual urine eucerin uh dry skin replenishing face cream uh five percent urea uh four nights um so yeah it's uh it promises intensive overnight moisturization and my god it does you will wake up your face will still feel a bit um still feel a bit greasy not gonna lie but it's it, it's okay because it's not gonna cause spots it's not gonna do anything it just creates that sort of like film over your face so you can you know rest assured you can go to bed and wake up with a face like a slightly greasy baby which, yeah <laughs> i wonder what it is about the urine <laughs> Like, I wonder if that is the key thing in this, or whether there's some other, like, hidden ingredient. Like, it's interesting, isn't it? I wonder, like, is this why some people put urine on their face? I mean, I don't know yes. many people who do. Yes, it is. <laughs> I think I feel so. like people occasionally are like, oh, yeah, I washed my hair with urine, and it was amazing. It's great. Well, <laughs> I'd love to say that very loudly in a room full of beauty journalists and see how that You'd goes like, down. Shiver of, like, what? it's hilarious but um yeah it brings a whole new meaning to like face like a baby's bottom kind of thing doesn't it exactly <laughs> lovely anyway you're in Aww. well thank you so much Charles for sharing oh, all your, thank you. your secrets to me and everything and um yeah no you're looking amazing as usual and oh. I'm going to be copying everything that you've spoken about <laughs> and getting a subscription to Beauty Boy <laughs> but yeah thank you so much thank you bye thank you for listening to The Skin Diaries if you'd like to keep updated on the podcast or for beauty product reviews, please give us a follow on Instagram at Skin Diaries Podcast. And of course, I'd be ever so grateful if you could rate, review and subscribe. Thanks again. Bye.